0: It's episode 249 of Crack the Customer Code, where we don't use artificial sweeteners or artificial intelligence. A lot of companies talk about how they deliver customer service training to all of their employees, but what do they get right and what do they get wrong about this training? And how does it impact customer service? That's what we're exploring today on Crack the Customer Code.
1: Yes, we are exploring what is wrong with customer service training. And I can tell you right now that great intentions do not always lead to great results.
0: <laughs> What's that expression? The road to hell is paved
1: with good intentions. Yes. <laughs> the, the road to an ineffective customer service team is paved with good intentions. <laughs> it's very true. You think that'll catch on
0: bumper sticker? Oh, uh, hashtag. I mean, it doesn't have too many characters.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. so let's talk about some ways the customer service training is not effective and i'd say if you don't mind me jumping in here one of the first ways it's not effective is by not actually existing
0: wow that's deep i'm not sure we we're following it
1: was sort of zen (laughs) (laughs) you like that (laughs) It's because it's just not done. It's not made. Nobody makes time for it, and Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's an investment, and it's hard to sell that investment in a lot of cases. And it's also complicated. I -hmm. think people have, you know, tried to figure out how am I going to get people off the schedule? How am I going to get people in a room to do training? And there's lots Mm -hmm. of different ways uh, to do training, which we can talk about. But I I definitely find this to be a roadblock. Is just simply not making it a priority,
0: right? And I also think they sometimes will have, you know, a day about customer service training. And then they go through the year (laughs) without really referring back to it without really making it part of the DNA of the organization or even reinforcing the ideas that may have been very good that were presented. But if you only spend, you know, if you make this one event, that you kind of check off your list, that's never going to get it done either. So I really like to see when customer service training also includes a culture of customer service coaching so that everybody can really reinforce what goes right and take a moment to say, okay, this didn't go so, so well, so let's debrief on it and figure out a better way.
1: Oh, well, that's a great point. And one of the things we do well, you obviously this is in our wheelhouse here, so I'll talk a little bit about what we do. But one of the things we do as an outside vendor, somebody's coming in to do customer service training as opposed to sort of an internal program, is that we make sure we have a follow-on program for twelve weeks after the workshop or after the live training, whatever it may be, whether it's virtual, live, we have a follow-on program to help reinforce the principles because that one and done type thing, as Mm -hmm. you were talking about, all that does is you may get a couple of ideas and definitely I think it's truly important uh, in in some ways, which we can get into, but you got to have something that reinforces retention. Mm -hmm. You've got to have something that makes it part of their day and part of the culture moving forward. And to do that, you really just can't do it one time and then call it a day.
0: Right. Right. And, I think it's, it's great to reinforce those ideas. And also, you have to kind of know where you're going. And this, I mean, I say this all the time, people are probably sick of me saying this, but you have to know what kind of experience you actually want to deliver first. You know, what are your priorities? What are your values? What's your mission? Because you and I might have a great idea of what services, but your version of service is about speed And my version of service is about accuracy over speed. So what does that mean? Well, if we're sitting in the same organization, we're not delivering a consistent customer experience. So you really have to define before you start training on this stuff, what are we really training to? What are our values? What's important to us about the kind of experience that we deliver to our customers? Because then all the training can be aligned with that, which makes, I mean, it just makes everything symbiotic and beautiful
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's what we're shooting for I think that's in my brochure it'll be symbiotic (laughs) yeah exactly you you make a great point which is certainly I think that organizations they need to know why they want to do training Mm -hmm. And to know why they want to do training, they need to know what they want to achieve from that training and what they want their customer experience to be. And that's where you know, that stuff you do, the work you do with missions and having that vision is really important. And I think with customer service, with the training side of it, you can look at it a few ways. In, on the one hand, you certainly, from a strategic standpoint, you want to make sure that it reinforces a core directive, right? A mission, mm-hmm. a vision, and that it fits the culture. On the other hand, I wouldn't even necessarily on the other hand, I would say maybe in addition, the reality is anybody can be better working with people, mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. what their vision is, no matter what their, uh, you know, I don't know, culture is, I guess would be the way to say it. Anybody can improve their people skills. And they're sort of core customer service training. But if you really want it to be super successful, if you really want to drive training for the long term, I think that's where you can tie it into the vision and the mission and make sure you really have a program that is not just, you know, a short term thing, but is part of a cultural shift to being customer centric and to giving the team the resources they need to execute on that.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's a great point. Because I think anybody who works in customer service has times when they feel like they're not delivering, like they're not happy with their performance. Others just don't know how they don't know how to really shift to use those tools and tactics. And I think that's what's so powerful about like the training that you do is that it's really about looking at that big picture. But it's also about the daily stuff that they have to deal with which is which is reality we have to accept that too it's not it's not all butterflies and rainbows adam
1: <laughs> oh genie <sighs> yeah, i'm sort of crestfallen to hear that like, <laughs> i definitely live my life thinking it is and you've sort of ruined that for me and i'm right upset i may cry uh <laughs> yeah of course it's not i mean we're talking about customer service we're talking about the real world and you know one of the things i do when i start talking to an organization about training is I ask, uh, I say, I'm going to ask you a very hard question. What's the culture like? Mm -hmm. And I ask about that, you know, all the dynamics around that basically, is it supportive is customer centricity throughout the leadership or is, are there parts of leadership that aren't bought into this idea? Because sometimes Mm -hmm. you'll get somebody at a lower level saying we need to fix our customer experience and we need to train our people. And they go, well, we don't really have a lot of buy-in.
0: Right. And I think the flip side can be said about that, too, because if the leaders are not realistic about the daily challenges that their people have, then they're not going to really understand how things roll out. How, you know, why is this so critical to uh to connect the dots for them? If if people hear things that aren't realistic, they're just going to tune it out.
1: No. Ha <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, not that you ever do that. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Well, you know, there's a lot. I think we need to probably revisit this at some point because there is a lot of things that customer, uh, excuse me, organizations do wrong with training. And mm-hmm. one of them is uh, being negative, as I use a negative statement to describe it. And you know, focusing on negativity, focusing on what's wrong as opposed to what can be done right. Right. Uh, focusing on the mechanics as opposed to the people and the emotion. Uh, there's so much to what we do with training, you know, with neuroscience and psychology technology and mm-hmm. both from the standpoint of the customer and the standpoint of the rep who's delivering the service because if you mm-hmm. don't understand the mentality then of, of both yourself and the customer you're you're working with then it can be really difficult to truly create the great customer experiences so i think we might need a part two to this one but uh we're going <laughs> to keep this short so Jeannie, take us away
0: <laughs> well i'm i'm positive <laughs> that uh that people are you know trying very hard to deliver customer experiences that matter so keep at it and thank you so much for listening to crack the customer code a proud member of the c-suite radio family if you like c-suite radio then check out c-suite tv and watch in-depth interviews with business content for c-suite leaders and entrepreneurs get insider secrets by going to c-suite tv.com Make sure you learn more about Adam at CustomersThatStick.com.
1: And make sure you connect with Jeannie over at 360Connects.com. Who knows? Maybe she has some insider secrets, (laughs) too. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.